Paul, okay, so here's the game. All right. I'm going to give you a movie title using different words. I'm going to give you two words, and you have to guess the movie. Okay. Automaton Constable. Time Cop. No. Robocop. Robocop. There you go. Yeah. Why did Time Cop come to me first? That's terrible. (laughs) Wasn't that fun? That's good. (laughs) Should we start this week's show? Why not? First up on the podcast this week is Chris Stiles Bacon. You're on Hometown Sounds. It's winter time without the snow in December. The years grew young as locking themselves aside and it's due to severe flu. I check in with my ex and she putting together clues. While taking two steps feels like walking the avenue. I was chatting with my mother and the same thing is going down. She's struggling to breathe, man. This thing is taking our town. We charging up a chair with plans are rolling there. Prayers of God's grace in a place where urgent care. The waiting room's packed and short staff trying to keep track. Everybody's coughing in the air, trying to keep back. Five hours waiting in the x-ray later. Me and my mama stayed up. She breathing through ventilators. But she pulled through. Then my sister came through. Scared that mom would die. My sister got sick too. January 25th. Everybody's hella sick. And they say that patient zero's in the other washes. And nah. Quarantine. Nobody next to me. I get my truth facts from the CDC. Scientists all coming like EFP. Trying to see the other side of COVID-19. Come on. Quarantine. Can work a J-O-B. Then why we getting charged? Please like it's the same old thing. Now I everybody welcome back to the hometown sounds podcast we show you how dc rocks i am paul vodra i am tony pareco and that was chris Dallas bacon with a song called quarantined chris Dallas bacon is a rapper and beatboxer who frequently collaborates with electric cellist why who we featured on the podcast before 
but we have never featured Christelle's bacon. And I have been really wanting to for many, many years. And then this song rolled over and I said, we got to put this in here. In case you are not familiar with Christelle's bacon, no one in DC dresses like this man. I've seen him perform. I've also seen him just like attending shows in the audience. And he is always wearing this really sweet hat, a dressy coat, and often a cravat. And uh, he is just about the most dapper person in DC. Uh, He's an amazing musician uh, and collaborator. He has this series that he's doing right now called the Beatbox Remix Series. It's on Facebook Watch. It might be somewhere else too, but that's where I've seen it. He uses that platform to collaborate with a different musician like every week. And there is a bunch of unexpected instruments involved in these collaborations like oboe, Celtic harp, Indian Bansuri flute, and lots more. Fun. Yeah. So this particular song, NPR's Morning Edition, has a series where they are commissioning musicians to write songs about their experiences during this crazy 2020 year. So this is what Chris Dallas Bacon wrote for the program. And there is a really nice interview with him during NPR's Morning Edition. And I really recommend going to listen to it because it's pretty awesome to listen to. It's almost like a commentary track in interview form. And uh, some crazy stuff. Also, I will say shout out to Chris Dallas Bacon for posting the lyrics for that song on the Bandcamp page where you can purchase it for only $1. And I recommend you do that because uh, these musicians could use a little scratch right now. And that's what we're talking about. So what's going on with you, Paul? You know what, man? There's not a whole lot going on with me right now, I will admit. So the only thing that I have to bring to the podcast in the notes, it says tiramisu. And the reason that is because last week was my girlfriend's birthday and we were discussing what to do about how to celebrate it. You know, in these weird times you can't see anybody. And uh, I happened upon a post from Eater DC. Love Eater. It, yeah, they're fantastic. And this was a roundup of like the takeout that they've been enjoying. I remember that article. Yeah. Oh, I totally trolled on that article. There you go. I was like, oh, we got to bookmark this. We got we to gotta see what's going on. So one of the places that they recommended was a, a bakery outfit. I think it's called From Our Oven VA. And they are in Arlington. And I, I think it's, it's two young women who are just baking out of their apartment. And they do it all on Instagram. So they post their menus and I got in touch with them via the Instagram. And I asked, you know, can you, uh, can you make us this tiramisu? The menu had a lot of really yummy options and tiramisu was clearly the most expensive item on the menu. And that was uh, what was required. And I said, okay, well, let's do this thing. So I ordered the tiramisu for a few days hence. Venmoed the money. Look at you. I know. It's great. Placing orders on Instagram, paying with <laughs> Venmo. Did you use an emoji in your Venmo? That, no, I did not. What this outfit does is they take photos of all of the things that they make, and then they post them on Instagram, tagging the account of the person that ordered it. And so I, I decided to order it through the Hometown Sounds Instagram account. Oh, fun. <laughs> so they reposted it and uh, and I had to I had to reshare the, the story with the words yum written on it because this thing this this serving of tiramisu served like six people. It's oh enormous. hell yeah. It's so big and man, man, it was good. Was it boozy? It was very boozy. Yeah, I like it when it's boozy. Yeah. This is here's I love desserts and I can put away a whole lot of dessert. And the night after the birthday, 
I said, you know what? I'm going to have two pieces of this tiramisu tonight. And I plowed through this first one. And then the second one, my body was like, no, please stop. You should not do this anymore. And I said, you know what, body? I'm going to listen to you, even though I'm the king of desserts. And I'm just going to put the rest of this little square of tiramisu away. And then you woke up the next day and it was all gone. Oh, no. (laughs) It was a delicious breakfast. That's all I have to say. Oh, nice. All you had dessert for breakfast? That's That's right. Yeah, it's the best. So what's going on with you, man? So the last time we podcasted, the the next evening, I was editing the episode. And just like around 1230, like my right eye just started to get sore. And uh, I I just had to stop and was like, I'm just going to have to get up early tomorrow. I think maybe this is just too much screen time or something. Oh, yeah. So I woke up the next morning and things were like still not good. So I like couldn't keep my right eye open it kind of sucked when i put it light in front of my right eye so i uh i made a makeshift eye patch out of my sleep mask (laughs) and then put on sunglasses and then drove to get eye drops that i don't know i picked the ones that said like for screen irritation i then was able to come home and like take a two-hour no light break and then I was able to get through the day, but then I like, got to the evening and I was like, this is no bueno. So I I went to an, an urgent care facility to like try to head this off at the pass. Oh, yeah. And I had my bestie Rebecca drive me and had a case of pink eye. Oh, no. Needed a sick day. I guess what I'm kind of what I found kind of interesting, actually, like about like the time when it kind of hurt to keep my eyes open. I remember just like doing things in the darkness of my apartment and keeping my eyes closed and feeling like I'm doing a pretty good job of knowing like exactly where everything is. <laughs> and I think that it's just interesting the way we can put together these kind of solid mental maps of where how to knock how to not knock over your toothbrush. Right. My my current home office is in a bit of a state where I would be stepping on quite a lot of things if I couldn't see my way through it. It'd be bad. Was your college dorm like your office, Paul? Yes. I would say yes. Kind of just stuff everywhere. Cords. A lot of cords. Too many cords. Oh, so many cords. And then the worst is like when you put a cord away and then like don't run into it for like two years and you don't even know what it goes to anymore. Yeah, that's a big problem. I recently did a a big inventory of my cords and like put them into different piles for each kind and then, like, have divided them out so that I have, a, like, a different set, like, all the right ones in every room. And then, like, a full set in my car, too. Nice. So I, I feel so prepared for the That's world. fantastic. It's cool. It's cool to bond with you over cords. <laughs> Finally, we have something in common. The other item that I wanted to share was that... uh I now finally have floors. You you really don't realize like what it's like to not have floors. And then this was like my life for two and a half months. Oh my god! And that's all for me. I'm just uh, really happy I can see again. Can see your beautiful floors. Yep. <laughs> Everything is good. Yeah, everything's real good, man. That's awesome. Anyway, let's keep the show going. Who's next, Paul? Next up, marine anthropology. Now I'm transatlantic 
That was Marine Anthropology with a track called Semi-Conscious. Marine Anthropology. My first thought on that band name was, uh, on first read, I was like, yeah, that's something. And then I was like, what does that mean? Like, mer- <laughs> mermaids, maybe? Like what they do with each other? Sure. Marine Anthropology is the duo of Eli Thayer and Joseph Waymeyer. That song was released this Monday, August 10th. Semi-Conscious is the lead single off the super secret upcoming Marine Anthropology album that you should tell all your friends, family, and pets about. That is verbiage from their Bandcamp page. Gosh, just great, fun, good, scruffy rock. Paul, I realized like a third of the way through listening to this, I remembered that they included a link to a music video for this song. Yes, I did actually remember to watch the video for this song. It was an adorable little video. Kids having fun. Yeah, exactly. Rocking out and sort of wandering around the city, playing guitar and falling out of trees. And yeah, it was a nice, nice, fun little sort of uh, lo-fi DIY music video. There was also some really excellent album art. Did you take a look at this, this Paul? Oh, yeah, definitely. I will try to describe it. It's a photograph. I believe it's a photograph upside down, kind of sky-oriented. But then uh, the ground is a canvas for a whole bunch of like doodles of a guy fishing and a planet and some other other space stuff, and it's real creative. Excellent use of flipping the, the photograph upside down. Also, on their Bandcamp page, they say that the group features an expat to Scotland having a life crisis. So I thought that was the big mystery for me about that. <laughs> I just thought it was that was fun. But anyway, Marine Anthropology, thanks for writing in, letting us know about this great track, and we were so thrilled to feature it. Can't wait to see you guys rock out live. Uh Uh-huh. Paul, who's next on the show? Next up is A. Leo and Jero Williams.
me like a dog, paying for the bone. Other side of the tone, in the danger zone. I'm like Macaulay Cooper sitting home alone. I wanna hear your voice and give you my own. Mixing up the credit cards at the mall. Head over heels, you made me fall. All you gotta do is one thing. That song, of course, was called Call Me by A. Leo and Jero Williams. It is a Bruno Mars-inspired collaborative tune between Washington, D.C. soul and R&B artist Jero Williams and L.A. producer A. Leo that vocalizes the Gen Z struggle of connecting with your crush or significant other, especially during a pandemic. Talking on the phone is a lost art nowadays, says Jero. Hopefully, this bop will bring back some of the excitement of such a simplistic yet special form. I got to say kudos to that because, man, I used to I used to talk on the phone for just like four, five, six hours, like when I was in high school. And I, can, I just cannot be bothered to do that anymore. It's crazy. But now, yeah, we're doing some FaceTime calls. It's good. So here's the thing. I was looking at social media and... Jerome Williams made a post that says he is also compiling video submissions of listeners enjoying the song and creating a music video. Want to be in it? Just reply with, yes, call me and I'll send you the deets. And one person who did that reply and got those deets is friend of the podcast, Mary Jo Matea, who posted a video. Actually, it was like six or seven video clips all in one little you know stack on Instagram earlier today. And as I was checking out music for the podcast tonight, I looked at Instagram and there's Mary Jo dancing to this song. And I, I of course, had to put on the music and I was like, wow, this is a jam. And it uh, turns out it's uh, it's by someone in D.C. So I had to put it on the podcast, of course, because that was a that was a real funky jam. I was wondering where you found this guy. <laughs> I love it when there's a fun little story about how it showed up here. Yeah, so that is available on the streaming services. We brought it to you via Spotify. But yeah, you can find it on all there. You can check out all the many tracks by A. Leo. Uh, he ha- collaborates with a lot of different people. And uh, really good job picking out our own Jero Williams for that. Tony, do you know who we have next? Oh, I do. It's Kokai. Left my jeans up on the floor. Let's skate. Pulled up in a limousine, young weed in our eyes, yeah. And I ain't even ashamed of being late. I guess that's what this all means. Bitches on the carpet, IG nigga shit popping. Paparazzi click chicks thicker than the plot is. Piero with the perno, this is sterno. Left on the scene, yeah. Lunch at the tavern on the green. My mind order something butterfly, why not? Yet and still, yo, the bill gets signed. Cause this is where the wild go free. The rooms are small and the silence speak. Where the choices made mean you might not eat. Where you swear that you need to be, uh-huh. But you get no peace. Cause everybody said they want that peace. Make you wanna just run and hide. Under the hotel sheets, I know it's hard. But baby, keep your stride. Just know that you'll be alright. Don't let your mind. 
To shit me out your closet Better make it quick They want your soul for that deposit Cause it says Where the wild go free The rooms are small And the silence speak Where the choices made Means you might not eat Where you swear that you need to be Uh-huh But you get no peace Cause everybody say They want that peace Make you wanna just run and hide Under the hotel sheets I know it's hard But baby Your stride Just know that you'll be You might get it. Blessings and the lessons just the same, and they committed. Seconds and the hours that you're limiting the stress. Got your hair falling out upon the pillow. Friends turn to foes. Enemies, obstinate snitches by the droves. Plotting on your stocks in your pockets. Paranoid that maybe having suicidal thoughts. In. But breathe for a second. Really understand your options that you precious. You can keep your head above the water if you're counting all your blessings. Cause this is where the wild go free. The rooms are small and the silence speak. Where the choices may mean you might not eat. Where you swear that you need to be. Uh huh. But you get no peace, cause everybody say they want that peace. Make you wanna just run and hide under the hotel sheets. I know it's hard, but baby, your stride. Just know that you'll be alright. Let your mind be the, be the asking price. It's never been for sale. That was Kokai with a track called Pressure. Kokai is the Grammy-nominated rapper and producer. Kokai, his name means he summons people, which is a word from the Shona people who are an ethnic group native to Southern Africa. This track came out on May 31st, and I was just going through my Bandcamp emails, just looking for stuff for this show, and I was like, man, this is a jam. And I just love hearing Kokai, his work as an audio producer, and just like the stacked vocals. It's just a very thick and hearty sound. 
we also had the amazing experience of hosting Kokai on the Millennium Stage in March of 2017, and that show was amazing. Definitely one of the highlights of that series. Everyone should go stream that right now. It was fantastic. What an awesome dude. Paul, we're going to keep the show going? Let's have some more awesome dudes. Next up is Soulside.
such a cool blend of punk and hard rock. That is a perfect way to put that, man. That was Soulside with a track called This Ship. This Ship is from an upcoming three-song release by the same name that comes out on August 28th. Paul, you wrote brand new music from a classic Discord band. So, okay, Paul, tell us what you know. (laughs) I must say, I was interested when I was going through my Bandcamp emails and saw one from Discord and that it was Soulside, one of the punk bands from the 80s, and thought, oh, well, you know, they're just finally getting around to putting up some of their old material. That is most of Discord's Bandcamp. Exactly. I was quite surprised that it was actually brand new stuff. Uh, this band formed in 1986. Uh, it was Bobby Sullivan, Scott McCloud, Johnny Temple, and Alexis Fleissig. The group toured extensively in the U.S. and Europe and released an EP, a single, and a full-length record on Discord, as well as one LP on Sandwich Records, which was co-founded by Ian Mackay's sister, Amanda Mackay, who currently runs the Fort Reno Concert Series. Members of this band went on to perform in Girls vs. Boys and Rain Like the Sound of Trains. Uh, it's one of those things where you, you look at the Discord page and you know it, it shows you how these people in this band were also in these other bands because that's what a lot of these Discord punk bands did was they kind of just shuffled their membership and formed new bands. So uh, yeah, a fantastic thing that they were doing a brief run of European shows in the autumn of 2019 and they got into a studio in Prague and recorded a few songs and now it's finally coming out. It is available for pre-order now on digital or sweet, sweet seven-inch vinyl. And that almost takes us to the end of this episode of the Hometown Sounds podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. You can subscribe to it in your favorite podcast app or on your favorite service. We're on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. Try to be on everywhere. Um, Let's see. We have social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all just at Hometown Sounds. Nice and simple. Nothing weird to remember. You can remember that. You can go to all those services. You can click follow. You can check out all of our awesome DC music-related content. You can go to our website as well. It's hometownsoundsdc.com and check out the music videos that we like to post there. You can email us. It's dj at hometownsoundsdc.com. Drop us a line and tell us what you've been recording and let us hear it so we can let everybody else hear it too. But really, of course... The important thing is to support all these musicians you've heard on this podcast because they're having a tough time nowadays by buying their music and seeing them play live when we can. And we have one last track for you on this episode of the podcast. This is Amy K. Bormit. Yay! Hey, Amy Bormit. She's wonderful. She's a jazz pianist and vocalist and organizer of the Washington Women in Jazz Festival, which almost happened this year. And then it was right about, it was March. So that was tough times. She also hosts the radio program Jazz Stories on WPFW 89.3, which is commercial free and listener supported. It is amazing that there is still some good stuff on FM radio. I gave up on FM radio a million years ago. Haven't haven't turned back, but now I guess I should. Yeah, I'm just afraid of turning it on because I think I'm going to run into someone named the squid. <laughs> God. Yeah. Most of it's terrible, but when you get Amy Bormitt, you're going to get some good stuff. We last featured Amy Bormitt on this podcast in our holiday music episode last December, the song Give Me Love at Christmas Time. This song is called Surreal McCoy, and this is what Amy has to say about it. In 2009, I performed on Rhodes Keyboard with McCoy Tyner at the Kennedy Center. I hung out with Jerry Allen backstage while watching him play solo. They are both gone now, and I listen to one or both of them as often as possible. In a surreal world, here's my offering to the jazz gods.
We hope you like this. I think you're going to like this. It's such an amazing synthesis of jazz. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Paul. We will see you all next time. Thank you.